Uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Devontae's World Blog, the Black Man Wins series. I'm your host, Devontae, and today I'm very humbled to have this man right now. Um, very excited. Very. I don't think he understands how excited I am to have him on our series right now because I look up to him. I've been following him, watching him, studying him since I got into the podcast network, podcast game. Um, he is a mentor from afar and he just hearing this now, you know what I'm saying? And, um, I appreciate him for, for coming. Um, it is the one and only the pod God himself, uh, Keith from the good news radio owner of the good news radio. What's going on, brother? Man, you're gonna make I'm over here blushing, man. You got me you saying you saying so many good things about me. Hey, and you know what's funny? You know what's crazy? <laughs> I actually like the pie guy that most people have called me the pie father, but the pie guy got a ring to it. Hey, so I like man. That. I like that. I'm out hey. to switch it up. <laughs> hey, you know, like a lot it's a lot of it's a lot of pie fathers out here, man. You know, I, okay. I you know, it's a lot of pie fathers out here. I, I consider myself a young pie king. You know what I'm saying? I'm gradually getting into that pie father stage, you know what I'm saying? But you for me personally, you have been the quintessential example of what I want to create for my podcast company. Because oh, man, I, 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 really, I really do appreciate that, man. I appreciate those kind words. Absolutely, brother. Um, so before we, you know, let's get into the interview, man. Gash yourself for the people at home. Let them know who you are. You know what I'm saying? I know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the people may not know who this pie god is. So you let them know who you are, brother. I uh, definitely will, man. And excuse any turbulence I may have, you know, audio it's while fine. I'm driving. So it's all like, good. You know. um, but yeah, man, my name is Keith Good News. Um, I've been in the podcast game since 2015, man. I started in my bedroom with just, uh, I remember a cracked laptop and just a pair of headphones. And uh, I actually, my first podcast before was popular, people don't know this, it was kind of like a recorded conference call. So I actually wow. called in to this number. And I would be able to record myself on the phone. And as long as it was a link, I would send it to people and they could listen. But I'm literally hosting the show right. on my phone because I didn't have any microphones or anything like that. I was at my bedroom. Yeah. So I did that for about six months. And, man, that's how I got my start, you know, before it was even, I... you know, cracking. So, <laughs> yeah, and look at yeah, you. Yeah, so, you know, that's where I started at, man. And um, now, you know, you know, fast forward to 2020 and uh, I actually owned two – um, uh, podcast studios, uh, which are essential to uh, our podcast network, which is the Good News Radio Podcast Network, which makes up two live radio stations, uh, which is the Good News Radio Talk mm-hmm. and the Good News Sports, which is all sports station. All our shows are live and on demand. You download that stuff free, chat with all the shows live, and uh, be on the lookout for the Good News um, TV. We are going into TV. And as well as we're looking forward to bringing back the podcast Pit LA, um, which is a live podcast audience series that we started um, early this year. Gotcha. So that's all the stuff, along with a bunch of other stuff, but that's the main stuff. <laughs> Man, come on. This is why you the pod guy, bro. You own two stations? <laughs> Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me, bro. I, I, I watch you so much. I be like, Man. When I meet this man in person, I ooh, I gotta I just gotta pick your brain, bro. I got I gotta pick I gotta pick that brain of yours, man. Cause I just I gotta know how you move. So that's a yeah, separate let's topic. do it, man. That's a separate topic for another day. You know what I'm saying? But um yeah, I, I wanted uh this this interview is basically just uh my black man went interview is just um 
showcasing black men, um, showcasing black men around our community, um, and just getting and, and breaking down their sense of uh, seeing where they are right now. Um, so going into question two, do you believe that as black men, uh, we support each other enough spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically, and financially? Of course not. Yeah. Uh, of course not. Because if yeah. if we did, you wouldn't have to ask that question. Mm. You know, um, straight exactly. up. I mean, the fact that it's an area of concern and something that we have to continuously discuss means that we need to continuously get better at that. Right. So enough? No. Do we do it? Yeah. I think right now, obviously, with everything going on, um, there's an increase in that because we're being way more intentional. Right. I think as long as we continue to be intentional, it will change the consciousness for it to be like a subconscious thing that we do without even thinking about it. Kind of like how we, you know, if you go to a grocery store today, you're not thinking about who owns a grocery store. You just want to go buy your groceries. Absolutely. Right now, we're looking intently like, okay, where's the, where's the black business? Where's the, where's the black person owning something? And we're trying to intentionally do that. Right. So I think once we intentionally do that long enough, it will become a subconscious thing. Just how we go to Ralph's and we don't know who the owner is, but we know they ain't black. So, um, you know, I think that it's going to, you know, take, the, like I said, that intentional effort over a period of time. Mm. That's a, that's a, that's, damn, that was a great answer. Good Lord. Because I always ask, I always ask this question. Um, this question is probably one of my favorite questions because I wanted, I want to always see what my black men say. And usually they have that same answer. Like, do we, do we, do we do it enough? No. Do we, no. do we do it? Yes. It's just not enough. Um, and I think in all right. of those areas, especially mentally and emotionally, um, I was talking with another brother that I had last uh, last night or yesterday um, when I interviewed him, and he was just we were just basically saying like, you know, emotionally and mentally, uh, those two for real um, are the ones that I think we we need to get into the most. You know what I'm saying? Because we've been taught so much as black men not to cry, not to feel, not to right. cry. And, um, and hold our emotions in because that's not manly like but at the same time as we've seen over decades and generations even right now in the past 10 years a lot of our black men are dying younger and younger and younger and it, it, it's trauma and we have to we have to feel we have to be able to feel that and be able to uh, uh, express that uh, express that so going into yeah. going into question number three um, do you do we continue to allow our generational curses in our community as black men hinder us from experiencing and realizing our true potential? You know what? I'm glad that that was a follow-up question because it's a great segue and I can tie in my response from what you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. You said like black men, you know, are, are you know, shown not to cry and that's like a men thing in general, but specifically black men. Well, let, let's take it back because this that's question you're talking about like historical, the historical foundation of where we are now. Absolutely. It's like the matter is, it's the idea of never let them see you sweat. Yeah. And think about slavery and, you know, during civil rights, they would take away your kids. They would find ways to hurt you, yep. you know, yep. and if you let them know it hurt, that, then that's when they know that they got you. So I think historically we were taught to like not cry and do that stuff because we didn't want, you we know, to be sure that they right. We don't want to show yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever. Take my family. I don't care. You know, if you don't act that way, then, you know, or even how we see women and we, we see them as kind of like a dime a dozen, whatever. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of that stems from having to detach ourselves emotionally from from women, from black women, and just from people, those emotions in general. 
Absolutely. So as a as a safe keep, I think it's evolved to what it is now because there's no the foundation of slavery is gone, obviously. But yeah. um, <clears throat> I think that that's where it stemmed from. To be honest with you. So yeah, I think that that is a generational curse right there, yeah. right then and there. Um, and I think that systematically it's been also um, encouraged and influenced. Mm. Let's look at um, the historical aspect of, you know, I'm going to say on this on the show, people are rooting for Joe Biden. Joe Biden wrote the, the laws that put all those black men in jail in the 80s, even though Bill Clinton signed it. Joe oh, Biden. It. Yeah. Oh, it. He, he wrote the bill. People don't realize that. Yep. So um, that's, a, that's also another systemic way of, breaking apart the black family where now black women had to become detached emotionally from the black men. Exactly. So, so I think that we are dealing with that and though that is a generational curse in the black community. And I think our generation right now, and I, I thank God for social media because people can say whatever they want. Yeah. But social media has influenced a lot of our action. And yeah. one of the things that it has done for the black people, for our generation, has made it cool to be a black family. Absolutely. So I think that that is a generational curse that we're breaking because none of my homies, none of my homeboys are deadbeats. None of my homeboys are, they huh. are out here trying to be there. They want to break that me? curse. Absolutely. Including myself. I, yeah, I, I agree with you a hundred thousand percent. Um, and I was talking to my guy about it yesterday when, when, when this question came up. We are the, the, we are the generation. And I've always said this on my show. We are the generation that I feel like we can start to change a lot of, start to really dig into a lot of the hurt, the pain, the anger that we have as not only black men, but as a black community that we can yeah. now sit here and sit through, right? As, yep. as now a generation. Yeah, it's, no, it's gonna be some people that, you know, just wanna stay in their comfortability bubble. You know, it's, it's gonna be a lot of people that just wanna stay comfortable, but, as I've said before, as black people in this country, we have the undying burden of not being as comfortable as our white counterparts. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, we can't be as comfortable as that. You know, we not, we, we can never close. Not even to the closest degree. As much as you know, the 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 blackest you know man on the planet wants to be that white man, you will never get. You will never have it like he has it. And you can do everything. You can suck up. You can sit here and change your voice. You can sit here and code switch. It don't matter. You can you can play the role. But it's just like we will always be uncomfortable. You will always be reminded that you are black. And that's and that's the thing for me. So um, number four, going into question number four, what can we do better as black men? Individual. Oh, did you freeze on me? Is he is, is he gone? Oh no. I think he freezed on me. You frozen here? Oh, here we go. Be back. Um, so segueing into question number four, uh, what can we do better as black men individually and as a group, right? Um, to help improve our, our overall community for the next generation. Because like we said, we are we are kind the, the kind of uh, millennials, whether you're older or younger, um, we're we're the generation to really really be sifting through a lot of the, the, the hurt, trauma, pain, not only that has been caused to America, but also to our community. Um, and then as black men, I think that even though the, the media, which I, ugh, even though we're in it, I hate it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, 
even though you know the media portrays us as monkeys and thugs and um you know just everything but a human um what can we do as black men individually and together to help improve our communities for the next generation so they won't have to continue dealing with some of the same problems that we're still facing right now um this you know i was having a similar conversation to one of my buddies yesterday i was like you know i'm proud of what we've done think about each generation that what they've tried to accomplish and move forward to our parents their main thing was getting a job because that was their bathroom they couldn't right. get secure jobs they couldn't get jobs enough to feed their family getting security and getting those good jobs mm -hmm. you know for our generation it was education we see an influx of uh people millennials going to college that was our thing yep. right now we're going to be an educated black community right now i think what's happening is we're trying to move into ownership yeah. you know we're going to be a you know a black community that owns things and and i think that we keep doing these things with every generation that we're passing down i mean naturally we're trying to make the next generation better our parents right. gave us the opportunity most of us to get an opportunity to go to college which most black people never had before Absolutely. so you know um i think that what you're doing right here is it bro i mean the fact that we're connecting having this conversation makes me feel stronger Absolutely. and it makes you feel stronger Absolutely. and i think and I think what's what's happened historically is we've been separated for so so long. Man, you know, they, talk about it. Talk you know, about it. Oh man, separated for so long and then turned against each other. So that way, you know, they didn't even have to do as much. We separating ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, black people want to move out of black communities, which I understand is out of fear. But the fear has been put in there. You know, obviously, instead of people staying and changing the community within. So um, I think what what me and you are doing and what our generation is teaching is what's going to uh, uh, move us in that direction that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, us continuing, uh, continuing to connect. I'm a part of this group called the Giants Den. Mm -hmm. And the Giants Den is for distinguished black gentlemen. And um, it's an interview process and everything. And it's wonderful because it's all black men. And mm -hmm. it's from all around the country. And we get together and we do a Zoom call Monday and Wednesday at 5 o'clock in the morning. You know oh, wow. what I'm saying? Uh, 5 a.m. in the morning, Western time. So if you're right. on the East Coast, it's all good, whatever, you know. But we get up because we know everybody's available. Right. You know, and the only thing that's stopping you from, from joining that or being a part of that growth is sleep. And if you can't give up sleep for progress, then you're not going to be successful anyway. Oh, man. So, Talk about so, it. <laughs> Talk about it. So, um, so I think, bro, you're doing it. I mean, the fact that we're connected now, like I said, I feel stronger as a black man because I know I got your support. You know, you got mine. Absolutely. And we're two strong individuals. So given that, you know, you know, two is better than one, five is better than two, you know, so on and so forth. Um, but as we continue to connect and build relationships amongst each other, it creates the, it, it lessens the idea of fear amongst each other. Yeah. And as black men, unfortunately, when coming across another black man in a neutral space, mm. the first thing is fear. And we have to consciously correct ourselves do. to not be in fear. It's like fear you know? and competition. And, and unless we, fear and competition, instead of yeah. I always say, you know, the wealthy never compete, they only combine. That's a it. A lot of people don't know that, you know, that's it. That's they it. never compete. They, they never, never compete. They're always in cahoots. Man, Samsung builds Apple screens. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, and, you know, <laughs> You feel me, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, I always think like, about that. I always think about that. I'm like, 
as, as much as we look at our culture now, a lot of us sit here and say, man, McDonald's and Wendy's, they versus each other and stuff like that. I'm like, if y'all really actually look at it, the whole, the, the, the company that literally owns McDonald's owns Wendy's, yep. Arby's, <laughs> uh, hey, hey, here's another one for you. All of them. I, I, I got another one for you, man. Louis Vuitton, Christian Dior, and I, I, I want to say Fendi, but I could be wrong, so I don't want to throw that in there because I don't want to misdirect. But it's another third right. high fashion owned by one company. So It is Fendi. It is Fendi, I believe. It's, it is Fendi? I'm okay. going to go say it's Fendi, but I'm also okay. looking it up. <laughs> I don't care, but I think it's Fendi. I believe it is Fendi, yeah. One company. One so company? you get the idea that you're buying different things or they in competition. Oh, you got Fendi, I got Louis. You know, it's the same company. The and same people don't even realize, company. bro, 70% of the eyewear glasses market is owned by one company. And I'm t- when I say the market, uh, I'm not just talking uh, about the eyewear. I'm talking about the eyewear to the stores that sell you, which I'm talking about Sunglass Hut, I'm talking mm-hmm. about Lens Crafters, to the insurance companies that insure your glasses. Boom. It's one company that owns all three tiers that you're a part of, but you're getting the illusion of choice. They own Oakley, they own um, Ray-Bans, they own, um, uh, uh, it's like five, anyways, yes. So wow. I say this to say that people who are successful combined, they don't compete. And as us, as black people, I think that we're starting to realize competition is not necessary. It's not. We can actually combine. I, I see. Keith, I never understood why we always competed. Like, that was my, always my, like, ever since I, came, I got into college and then graduated, I always, I always wanted to question that. Why are we always competing? It didn't matter. Because we're taught what you get, I don't get. Right. When a slave owner throw a piece of bread in the middle of hungry slaves, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It ain't, oh, let's break it up. It's like, bro, I'm hungry. I got to feed my kids. I got to feed my family. Yeah. It ain't about you. It's about me. Yeah. You know, and that is, you know, like I said, we've, I mean, anybody has faced 400 years. I mean, there's, I mean, we faced 400 years of oppression. There's been historical references of people who faced 1200 years of oppression. And we don't even learn about in different countries, Yep. you know? So um, it is, you know, systematically, and we are, we have to break, we have to break a lot of what was already given to us. And we are infant. Um, I want to say this, we are an infant culture. Like, because black is new, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, black is new. Black yeah. started as slavery. Before that, it was no black people. It was Africans, yeah. you know, or Moors, or wherever you came from. So black is new. We are, are black people are 400 years old, and 400 years old, and we are going up against cultures that is thousands of years old. Yeah. So it's almost like we have to build everything from scratch. And that's what we're doing right now. But I think we're doing a good job. I think our generation's doing a good job. I think so, too. I, I believe in that as well wholeheartedly. I mean, um, I always say we, we still have so much. We have so far. We, we still have far to go. But I think the progress that we've made has been so significant. So going into the last question, um, what does Black Man Win mean to you? When that, when that, when that, when you hear that, right? When you, when you hear that hashtag, Black Man Win, what does that mean to you? Okay, so let me say what, I, what, I, what I've had to go through to, be, to, to find myself, to be comfortable even calling myself black. Ooh. This is deep, right? Ooh. Now, some, this is what I would call probably an unpopular black mm-hmm. opinion. Okay. Because, you know, I like those. And black is a slave term. Yeah. 
let's just start there. We never called ourselves black. We were given that term. We were Africans. They stripped us from our, our language. Yep. They stripped us from our culture. They stripped, yep. us, stripped us from our names. Yep. They stripped us from what we even call ourselves. Yep. Gave us black. And we took that. Now, that's, you know, I don't get too big up in detail because I want to get to the point, to the philosophy of things. It ain't matter what, it don't matter what it's called. Mm-hmm. But I have to get over that first. And then when I realized, okay, we're now finding strength in being black. It's okay to use. So um, you said that black men can win, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when I think of that hashtag black men can win, let's, let's, look at, um, let's look at our abilities, natural abilities. Let's mm-hmm. not even start any of that. Natural abilities, man, natural abilities. The fact that we had to go through everything we had to go through, mm-hmm. the fact that we had to go through being beaten, stripped from our families, um, deal with, uh, um, you know, rape. Literally, I'm not talking about women rape, but men being raped. Yes, sir. And, Talk about it. Men being raped and to be, you know, obviously feminized and to uh, show, uh, you know, that uh, for the for the white man to show dominance mm-hmm. over the black men. You know, mm-hmm. treat you like a woman, treat yep. you like a girl. You know, yep. so. Um, I think that we've had to overcome all those things. We, we have to bear those scars today. We've already won. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? We've already won. Because if you walk into a store today, as a black man and as a white man standing there, they're going to feel physically inferior. Yep. You know, if you okay. put a lion in a cage with a hyena, it doesn't matter what your thought process mm-hmm. is. is. Physically, the hyena is inferior. Yep. So the, because of that, the line has already won. And we, it took us a while to realize that. And now we don't play that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we so, don't play it at all. <laughs> listen, bro, I got a, just now, just now, I was at a, um, I had a meeting right mm-hmm. before this. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a, so I'm leaving, I'm leaving, I'm in a car. And outside, I was waiting to go in. This guy, this Jewish guy, he had a, he had a whole, the yarmulke gun on and everything. And he sat on the ground because he was waiting like everybody else. And he was like, he made a joke. He was like, oh, is this a protest? And everybody kind of looked at him. Oh. And then he was like, oh, I'm just joking, right? So I sat there, and I looked around, and I realized I was one of two black people there, right? So I looked around, I said, okay. You know, this lady's kind of looking at him like, well, what did he say? So he went back to reading his, his word or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I walked over to him, I said, hey, man. I said, hey, um, don't play like that. Right. You know, don't and he... Yeah, like, don't do that. And then he was like, oh, yeah, I was just playing. because I said, I, it doesn't matter. Don't play like that. You know, and I knew he felt inferior. Like, he minimized himself. Yeah. You know, I won. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. and all I had to do was use my words. That's it. I didn't have to. And I even told him, I said, I told him, I said, I said, hey, no, like, like you're good, but I have to let you know, don't play like that. You're right. This shit is serious, you know? So that was... I don't want to say that. I mean, essentially, that, that was a win. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have to use my physical dominance well, you can use to win because it's already understood. Ooh, already yeah. understood. Yep. You know, it's already understood. So I think that changing it from feeling like we can win, from feeling like we already won, Ooh. puts us in that, in that feeling of superiority. You know what I mean? And I don't want to say superior over no man, but I want to say physically superior. Right. right. That's all I'm talking about. You know, physically, and that, to me, that's the foundation of all, all living things. Most of the time, most of the time, in most cases, any type of 
um, you know, animals to insects, mm -hmm. physical dominance always wins. And I think that we have psychologically and, you know, truthfully, I think that they know that physically we are more dominant. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think there comes to a point where when I created Black Men Win, um, I knew we were already winning. I just wanted yep. our black men to know that you're winning, right? Yep, like, win. like you yes, have sir. to under like I want you to understand that. Like it goes past this hashtag where it's just yep. black men win. No, it's like showcasing your favorite mechanic, your favorite barber, your favorite podcaster, your favorite doctor, your favorite whatever, knowing that you are winning in every field that that you're in, right? That you can sit here, like to your point, that you can sit here and go to that Jewish guy and say, "Hey, don't play like that." And then he feels so like small, and he's just like, uh, <laughs> "My bad, bro." Like, yeah, don't don't play. Oh, he was stuck, bro. He was stuck, right? And it's like now yeah. people are trying. Now, yeah. now we're looking for that accountability. Now we're looking for you to say, "I'm sorry," instead of you just turn the other cheek and ah, I was playing. No, 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 don't play like that. Because if you play like that with the wrong person, aha, uh -huh. okay. See, then it's a uh, all right now. <laughs> and to be honest, yeah, exactly. Because, because I'm going to tell you, because, because fortunately, fortunately for, for him, I'm a type of black man. I'm a certain yeah. type of black man. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I have grown the ability to be able to make you feel that, that, um, that way without having to physically dominate you. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, but some, some black people don't have that ability to articulate themselves nope. because of, Systemic, you know, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying what what's been happening, you know, yeah, yeah. redlining all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, that's all you know. <laughs> that's all I gotta dominate you. I yeah. gotta, I gotta let you know to not play like that. And I don't know how to voice it. I don't know what to say. So I'm so you, so you 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 don't get these five. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. These yeah. ten. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta put these ten on you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But you know, and uh, unfortunately, you know, I mean, but I'm not gonna say unfortunately because there's a, a rate of you need everything, you know what I mean? You need those people who, because some people don't understand that. Just like how, how Nip said, he said, you know what I'm saying? Some people can't be reasoned with. Those yeah. gonna meet the squad, you know what I mean? So of course, we, we try, try to reason with them and I was able to. So therefore, we was able to come to, you know what I'm saying? A situation where he understood what I was saying. And yeah, black men win. I mean, I think that's, bro, I think that's, that's incredible because the idea of winning you know, it's something that we all have yes. in our mind. Like, so we all want to win at life. Nobody wants to lose. Yeah. Even if they're a loser, they don't want to lose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, I think that's powerful, man. And, um, yeah, I appreciate you really uh, coming up with that and trying to – and 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 really um, planting the seed and letting that fester in people's mind because yeah. those are the things that's going to show up three years from now. You know what I'm saying? That's, that, that's really going to be like, dang, you know, like it, it changed it changed the way that the black world is and ultimately changed the way that the world is. Absolutely. And I appreciate you for coming on, my guy. Thank you so much. I think you are a yeah. black man who is always winning. Um, we gonna have to link up you know, Thank after you, man. This so I can pick your brain and everything, you know. Man, saying? let's do it. Because you the pie guy, brother. So where, where can appreciate people, it, man. Where, where can people find you and then let the people at home know where they can find you and everything, you know, where the good news radio is and everything like that. Yeah, man. Um, Star, you can follow me um, at Keep Good News. I do a Monday morning show called Monday Morning. Yep. Um, it's all yep. motivation and inspiration, and I'm very passionate. Um, you got to be above average to listen, though. I'll tell That's you that true. right now. It, it, it ain't, it, it ain't, it, it ain't going to say, and it might offend you. It ain't I'm, for the I'm weak. Really, 
It ain't for the week. For the week. You know, it ain't, it ain't for the week. For the week. <laughs> it, 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 it's not for it's, it's not for the week. It's, it's it's for those who are strong and those who who are tending to be strong. Okay. So you know, tap in. I got a bunch of videos on my personal page. Follow me at Keep Good News. Um, just as importantly, follow the Good News Radio. Uh, we have seventeen shows on our network. On our, our seventeen. Did you hear what this man said? Seventeen shows, man. Seventeen, man. 17, man. 17 shows. Working. Woo! 17 shows man I got and uh three. okay i don't even know how you doing that shit right now bro. man i mean it ain't me bro I, it's not me it's all i know of us, it you know i know it it's a blessing me. i appreciate it's it. not me it's all of us and um you know um and we have two syndicated shows one from milwaukee and one from wow. pittsburgh um on our network so um you know and majority of us are black That's dope. you know and then um you know, we have, uh, yeah, you know, and we, we, we advocate for everybody, everybody with a voice. So, yeah, man, follow the Good News Radio, download the app, get all our stuff there. And, yeah, man, just tap in with me, man. I'm always down to talk, always down That's to have man. a conversation. I love having these type of conversations. Um, and more importantly, man, I appreciate you for having me on oh. your platform. Oh, man, it's a blessing. I'm honored, bro. You don't have to ask me. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I feel Man, we on you know two separate two separate sides of the country. So, you, me? you know, through all those states that you found value in what I have to say and, and who I am, bro, I, I can only say, man, sh man, peace to you, God. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. you, man. No, thank you, love. I appreciate you. you. Came at a time where I really was trying to find some 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 great mentors that you know weren't in my space, but you know, I it always is. try to find some that are doing the same thing that I'm doing outside of my outside of my bubble. And you were one of those first people that I follow, study, still study, still watching everything. So, brother, I appreciate you for coming on. Uh, we're about to get out of here. I thank you again, Keith. And, yeah, man, we out. Peace. Much love, my